Hi, and welcome to Falling Star, a Star Wars D6 actual play podcast. I'm Jesse the Game Master. I want to apologize to our listeners right up front. Um, we have had kind of a crazy summer around here, and that means that my release schedule is not nearly as regular as I would have otherwise hoped. That doesn't mean we're not here. We are going to still continue releasing episodes as close to weekly as we can. Sometimes we're, there's going to be a week or two that we take off simply because uh, my life just keeps getting crazier. But it's a good kind of crazy, and I hope that you will continue to tune in. We are still attempting to release one episode a week. Whether that we actually make that, I can't make any promises. But we are still releasing and we are still recording, so we will have lots of material, and as long as we have material, we will keep putting stuff out. I do want to take a moment to talk about sponsorship and advertising. I have received several offers already to include some sponsorship with the program. I have rejected those offers, partially because I don't really believe in advertising a product that I don't use myself. Um, I am not completely opposed to the idea, but it's not something I'm going to seek out, it's not something I'm asking for, and it's certainly not something I'm going to uh, start throwing advertisements or asking for money or anything like that. Uh, I do this because I enjoy Star Wars, I enjoy this role-playing game, I enjoy game mastering, and I enjoy sharing it with other people. So if you hear me say something about a particular product, I want you to be aware that I'm not I'm not receiving any money for it. I'm not getting any sort of royalties or whatever else there would be. Um, I do want to take a moment and just give a partial shout out to or at least recognize some excellence where I've seen it. And because as a podcast listener and as a podcast producer, I know how hard it is to put some of this stuff together. I also know how hard it is to be a game ma- an effective game master or an effective storyteller. And there are a couple people out there that I think are just doing an absolutely phenomenal job at doing exactly this sort of thing, putting out actual play podcasts. And I want to I wanna recognize that and maybe send a few people their direction. I'm sure they would appreciate some additional listeners um, for what little I can offer. The first one is the people over at PorcelainLlama.com. Uh, if you want to talk about a gaming campaign, and this is not a Star Wars campaign this, that they're running. They run a couple of other games. Uh, the game that they run most prominently is actually a Fate-accelerated game. Um, but they run a, an absolutely amazing group of people and truly some wonderful storytelling uh, I'm in awe of their game master's ability to do research and in-depth for the topic at hand. They've done just a mind-blowing Andromeda-strained style campaign using the Fate Accelerated system. And if you you guys want another podcast to listen to, uh, I can't rate that one high enough. Um, Another one that I will at least recognize is the people over at Critical Hit. They're probably what got me started in uh, in podcasting, actual play sessions. They've got some... Uh, they're running D&D 4th Edition. Um, their Game Master is entertaining, and I would really hate to live inside his imagination because it's truly a terrifying place, but, you know, that's fun too. So there are a lot of 
people out there putting out some really excellent podcasts. Those are two of the ones that I listen to religiously just because I have said before, I'm a storyteller at heart, and I think these are people who are telling really fantastic stories, regardless of the regardless of the system they're using. That said, let's get into our podcast. We pick up right where we left off with Joel Alit and Sixton BXG taking refuge at the uh, Imperial Garrison on the far side of Avaram after a run-in with a young assassin. And now, on with the story. Uh, okay, what are your plans for the... <sighs> the Oak Club was my plan. Uh, <laughs> at least she has a data pad now. <laughs> can I just stay here and play on my data pad and you can go do whatever? I'll stay here, nearby. Well, the Oak Club's like just, just a little bit away. It's not like someone's going to break into the barracks. With your father nearby, I prefer not to take any chances. What's my father got to do with it? Just keeping an extra eye on you. Okay. It's not like he's going to do anything to me. I think I'll just stick close by. Well, I guess I can go sit in the Oak Club if that's what you'd prefer. I mean, now that our stuff's here and now. Oh, we can do good. I got no problems with that. I was kind of enjoying the new thing they had up there. I may end up following it after we leave here. Okay, we can go watch more of the game. I could use another pink poodle after that talk with Mom. <sighs> oh, why don't you let me get you a uh, uh, drugged bantha? I'll put some hair on your chest. <laughs> I don't want hair on my chest, Sixton. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what I meant. <laughs> I guess I'll try one if you think that that's a good idea. Well, you have to decide for yourself whether it's a good idea or not. We walk out the door still talking, <laughs> heading for yeah. the Oak Club. Where, where, did you leave the Oak Club? I, I guess I thought you were still the Oak Club. How did we go back and find out that our um, luggage was there from the governor's? Uh, I think Father father... No, you, we we kind of transition. Okay, we're, it, we're it's flexible space. We kind of overlapped. <laughs> okay, so you guys are heading back to the Oakland then. Okay, it's like we never left. <laughs> it looks much the same as when you walked out. And you're going to try the drugged bantha. Drugged bantha, is that what you said? Dragged. Dragged bantha. Oh, they said the drugs. That's got a pack a hell of a punch. <laughs> Jason did, but then he thought about it and was like, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> Dragged bantha, okay. <laughs> okay, so... You're going to try a dragged bantha? <laughs> Describe a dragged bantha for us. How does this drink appear? All right. Um, it's got a very narrow... It comes in a special glass. It's got a very narrow flute, and then it fl- flies out, and so you have almost like a bowl. Mm-hmm. And uh, you dip it in some uh, spice. What's the... Glitterstim, by the bunch of illegal drugs. What are you looking for? Salt, um, sugar. <laughs> what, do they, what do they take on the custom run? 
Isn't that just him? Oh. Well, they do it in some sort of funky rock. Um, it's like salt, but it has some extra stuff in it. There's also real, too. I'm sorry. Is that like a spice? Uh, both those are illicit drugs. Oh, well, it's not an illicit drink. Uh, they do that, and uh, then they fill it um, with two different things, and one of them is down here, and the other one's at the top. And you drink it with a straw, and it's the stuff that comes down and mixes as you slurp from the bottom. Um, but it uh, kind of froths, and so there's like mist coming off of it, like dry ice. And, and what does it taste like? Well, let's just say it puts hay on your chest. <laughs> okay. Well, this looks interesting, Sixton. I have one myself. <laughs> okay. I very tentatively take a sip from the straw. Okay, I, give me, give me a, how much kick does this have? Um, I think we've established it's got a pretty good kick. Okay, so just we'll, we'll have both of you make a stamina roll if you're going to drink this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Thirteen. Okay. Why can't we fight the drink? Then I'd have a better chance. <laughs> Ten. Okay, well you you feel it, but you're not inebriated, so you you, you both are, are definitely feeling the effects of the chemicals within this drink, but you're not. You can still pass a sobriety test, still walk a line and touch your nose with your eyes closed, that sort of thing. You know, Sixton, I turned eighteen today, and nobody even said sang me happy said sang. Sing me happy birthday. I didn't even get to sing myself happy birthday. That's a right bummer there. It's a sad, sad year. I miss Gail. He always he always made sure that we sang happy birthday. He was just the two of us. Oh, uh, see your boyfriend? He's my brother, doofus. Well... Call him up, and you can sing happy... He can sing happy birthday. You would have known that he's gone. Oh, okay. I didn't know if we'd established that or not. No, he... He went missing about it just before he went on tour. She would... Odds are she probably would not have been very shy about it. She suddenly given the interviews and mentioned publicly that her brother's gone. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's not... That's not a... Well, it's too bad you can't uh, contact your brother, then. Yeah, I miss him. Sucks to be a twin and then not have your twin. They uh, made any further progress on uh, finding them up? I haven't heard nothing. Uh, Dad's pretty tight-lipped about it. I haven't heard anything either. The, the last report you got was that he was officially declared deceased. You, don't, you personally probably don't believe that, but... Uh, they say he's gone. They say he isn't alive anymore, but I don't. I don't think that's true. Gail, wherever you are, here's to you when we turn eighteen together. Hey, can I have one of those floating Jawas? That floating Jawa? Was that what you were drinking earlier? Something like that. Jason doesn't remember. <laughs> it was a, you said floating Jawa. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Drag panthers and floating jawas. <laughs> Pink poodles that nobody else drinks. 
on the military base. Gotta watch half of them poodles. <laughs> Dangerous. I got this friend who's a friend of a friend, and uh, next time we get within uh, a little bit better holo range, I'll uh, give him a call and I'll see if he has any new information. Thanks, Sixton. I really think we... Yeah, uh, I, I think Gail's out there somewhere. I just, I don't know where. Ah, and stop losing your brothers. Did you lose, do you have brothers? Or? Oh, yeah, my whole unit. I lost me uh, squad and me battalion, too. And me company and uh, me lance. My lance. All at once? Nah. There was one uh, big fracas we were part of uh, that I got knocked unconscious and uh, was in a uh, coma for quite a while, uh, soaking in uh, Bacta. But uh, finally I woke up, and unfortunately the rest of them had uh, not made it. I'm sorry to hear it, Sixteen. Yeah. It was only uh, started out at full strength, and... Uh, by the time they finally got wiped out, they were a little under half. Like I was telling you war stories. Yeah, that'll make me feel better about my birthday. One of your commons rings. Uh, Sixton's rings. Yeah. And, uh... It's, uh, Valia, sir. Oh, right. I, uh, I understand the concert's been moved. Some of the girls here were hoping they could attend the concert. I was wondering if, well, we've got the night off. It's kind of unusual, but the governor's going to be out of town and doesn't, isn't going to require our services. I was hoping that one of you would be willing to provide some tickets. The girls can't afford anything. But if you could, if we could at least get a pass for them, they would, it would do a lot for morale here. Well, they might not be able to attend the concert tonight, uh, but we might have tickets we're thinking about doing an extra show in a few days. Just to put a clarification, tonight's show is canceled. Right. Okay. I don't know if they publicize that or not. Uh, well, she's got access to the governor's schedules. <laughs> okay. And the governor certainly knows. So, yes. Okay. <clears throat> I didn't know if they were going to do it like, hey, only the people who actually bought tickets, the five million or so, are actually going to get in the know. <laughs> Presumably they all are basically got tweeted or something. Ah, <laughs> oh, look, space book. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they have the night off in three days. In, in three days. Sixton, I think we can sling them some tickets. Be a pal. All right, I'll see what I can do. Uh, I should just leave them at the window for you. Yeah, that would be. Um... How many have you been needing? There are 24 girls. I, I don't know. I didn't know you were bringing a company. If someone could password to the governor that we're, we have a destination and maybe authorize our travel. Okay. We're confused. Okay. They don't, they have a, the quote unquote night off, which means they're not, they doesn't mean they have uh, cause to leave the grounds. They just aren't expected to work. What they're asking for is someone to sign off on the fact that they're allowed to leave the grounds okay. to attend the concert. What it sounded like was they they, they had needed authorization to come to the base no, 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 for no. a private concert. No, no, no. They, 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 <laughs> That's where I was going. No, they're looking for clearance to get to leave. They have to have a 
permission, not they, clearance. <laughs> well, they they have to be allowed off the ground. Someone, yeah. someone has to basically remember they're all wearing these collars. Someone has to say, okay, or you can leave the the ground so that and turn off the bomb collars or the the laser collars rather. Um, so that's what they're looking for. I'll uh, I'll sign off a, on a letter to Breacho, and I'll uh, transmit it over pads. Thank you very much. That would mean a lot to these girls, and I know I know Vesta is uh, is looking forward to. She it would mean a lot to her. You would sing her song. It would it would just mean a great deal for her here. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't do no singing. I'm sorry. I meant Ms. Elite. We'll see what we can do on that. Bye. All right. All right. I'll uh, use channels, and I'll get like I said. I'll get them on the gate, and I'll make sure I contact for each of. So are you going to work on accomplishing that? There well, is... you do know that there's like a little stage here for karaoke. I thought it was supposed to be laying low. Well, there's only three tables. <laughs> this is a military base, and it wouldn't be a, a completely um, out of character, or uh, it wouldn't be completely unheard of to have basically the equivalent of a USO show. Um, I mean, they've got subspace pretty good presentations of troops and that sort of thing, if that's the sort of thing that... Is it something you'd be okay with me doing? Oh. While we're here? Yeah, they can't fit too many in this house. We're all talking here, right? <laughs> mean in the officers club? Well, I guess what I'm thinking is I'm stuck here. Let's see, the concert is in three days and obviously we're not doing it tonight because I'm kind of toast, but... If we could do tomorrow, we'd have to talk to FX and see what we can do about that, but um, we could do kind of a, a concert for the for the the men who are here, or the, the people who are here at the garrison. Wouldn't need to be in the officers. Well, I'm just saying tonight, entertain yourself. Oh, I'll just sit here and play on my data pad. I'm not feeling up to singing at the moment. You look like you were trying to remember something. I'm trying to make a rhyme. Oh. Okay. The uh, imperial equivalent of loose lips sing ships. Um, loose orifices destroy something. <laughs> and I wasn't thinking of that, actually. <laughs> I lived, in Kentucky for, uh, uh, I lived in Kentucky for a while, so I, I gotta say this. Uh, with all the the meaning that comes from, from living in for 14 years in Kentucky, y'all ain't right. <laughs> Lose orifices. So are you guys still debating whether or not you, what you're gonna do tomorrow or at night or one of these nights? Well, she's playing with her data pad tonight. Yeah, apparently. I'm intoxicated, not... Intoxicated. Yeah. I think it's going to be up real quick. They get drinks for that. It was only one. You get two, and all of a sudden you got Tuscan Raiders. No, I had a floating Jawa, too. Hmm. And a pink poodle. Oh, that's right. And a pair of pink poodles, actually. <laughs> and a pup. <laughs> and a pair of pink poodles in a cartridge. A pair of pink poodles in a partridge? Yeah, that came That's out. That's one really damn big partridge. 
Two pink poodles. <laughs> and a partridge in a pear tree. And a droid in a... Okay. Decision tree. <laughs> <laughs> if someone comes up with them, the sad thing is there probably is a Star Wars <laughs> version. Quick, everybody one. Google. Ha! <laughs> 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 Remember what happened last time? Yeah. <laughs> um... So I guess the first night passes uneventfully. I don't have anything going on. Okay. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm sticking close to her, and she's sticking close to me. Okay. So you're so, just going to hang out at the base and yep. sober up. Okay. No problem. You guys can do that. There's nothing particularly exciting that happens here at the base that is as advertised fairly secure. So. Well, you know, if nothing else, I got her drunk on her birthday. Oh, okay. Woo-hoo. Don't know why he's trying to get and this you, little eighteen-year-old drunk. drunk. Yeah, you, you got the eighteen-year-old drunk on her birthday and let her hang out in a in a military bar. <laughs> yeah, that's a recipe for good things happening. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to get me to sing karaoke. I was trying to give all the ingredients here. <laughs> Maybe I could have started karaokeing the the crazy song that we're not supposed to sing. <laughs> Anyway, the night passes uneventfully. Okay, so it's the next day. Um, I have no plans, so I, I, I recommend we go ahead and uh, get our exercise out of the way. We have to go for a run or something? Yeah, a run and then uh, pull-ups, push-ups, uh, chin uh, charges, and... Chin uh... <laughs> charges? You sit there and zap yourself in the chin with your laser... <laughs> just develop immunity. <laughs> Sorry. Helping you up so you don't get knocked out with one of the buttons. Just one, yeah. Oh, it's it's a old it's an old soldier's trick. You have your helmet on, <laughs> lift up, and you got this sharp thing right here, and you just bump into it. <laughs> Gotta have the neck muscles. <laughs> okay, how about? Uh, <laughs> Do the running with you, and then I'll do my yoga dance warm up. Okay, so uh, with the run around the base, I can I can do. All right. <laughs> okay, so you guys are going on a run. Yeah, yeah, for job. Just okay. a little one. Okay, are you guys going to talk to BXG about, or not BXG, um, ZFX about doing a concert? I'm not. Okay. Can we talk while we're jogging? He can't keep up with you. He's not that fast. Oh, come on. He can load. No, no, no. Him. Well, yeah. no, no, can no, I talk to Sixton while sure, I'm... Sure, you can talk to Sixton. So, Sixton, I really think... Um, I was serious about doing a show for the the uh, soldiers while we're here. I mean, we're stuck, so might as well, might as well do it. It sort of seems like a, a neighborly thing to do, given that they're putting us up for a couple of days. Um, what do you think about that? Well, I think maybe it might be alright if you do it right before you leave for the big concert. Like the night before I leave, or... I don't want... I can't really do two concerts in one day. That's that's a little much. Well, you will have a, a long trip between them. 
But yeah. Where I have to stand if we have to take another lap. No, there's a seat. <laughs> there's a seat. <laughs> Think we can arrange a limo ride from here to. Well, uh, as I was saying. A super. But uh, I wouldn't want to do it tonight or the next night, but maybe the night after that, uh, before the concert. Maybe we could do it in the morning and then leave for the... That'd be even better. Because, uh, you know, that'd give you less exposure. Okay, can you talk to the um, XO around here or whoever? She doesn't give any warning. (laughs) I was completely taken by surprise when she... (laughs) I needed an hour prep. (laughs) Um, or the... Yeah, I'll talk to who needs to be talked to. Around here, and then to Z, FX, and Z. Do you think Z's gonna blow a gasket when we (laughs) we want him to come here? Aw. I mean, we don't need a whole lot of effects and things here, we're just kinda... But, you know, given that we have no band at the moment... Did ZFX come with us on the, yeah, on the yeah, lap? That's what I thought. Oh, Z. Yeah, he would have come with you. Oh, okay. He doesn't. Never mind. He probably doesn't need to be left alone anywhere. <laughs> I'll talk to ZFX when I get back. Okay, sounds good. All right. So, I would like to talk to ZFX. Okay. Uh, and he actually both of you give me a perception check. Twelve. Ten. Okay. So you go approach the effects, and he is doing something. He's sort of staring, staring off into space, doing whatever. Um, probably composing. Sorry, were you laughing because I was yawning? No, no. <laughs> what do droids do in their downtime? I don't know. I had some thoughts. <laughs> so for those who are curious, this is a lot. Yeah. Can you actually see that, Jason? Um, I can see it from the side, and I knew what he was talking about once he explained what it was. Ah. That thing. Got it. I thought you were looking up the 12 days of Christmas no. Star Wars. Actually doing something directly related to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you... Well, you, well, you did get extra credit for singing. Mm-hmm. And she actually sang the song from me earlier today. Well, see, that's just it. We can do a round of uh, the 12 days of Star Wars. <laughs> How many character points does that net make? <laughs> 12 Stormtrooper. All right, so uh, we've been needing some practice space. You think you can uh, arrange that? I hear they got an auditorium here. What did you have in mind, sir? Just the day before to kind of warm up. Are you trying to do a concert here? Just set everything up like it is, kind of like a dress rehearsal. The droid stops and the eyes sort of blink back and forth as it seems to be processing something. I'm not certain that's wise. I can see what I can do. I'll have to find an appropriate sadness. And he is silent for a second while he goes looking for... What's the deal with uh, not being wise? As far as I know, practice is a good thing. 
but this space is nothing like our existing, all the special effects that I have planned for and the pyrotechnics are not going to go off in this space the way they would at the Supine Dome. Well, it's mostly a warm-up exercise, so just, uh, let's just work with what space we can. And, uh, you know what, uh, the other droids say, the show must go on. What is the intended audience, sir? Uh, there may just be a few people listening. Human? Yes. Uh, it's all going to be Imperial soldiers, sir? Uh, it's, it's likely. Very well. This is still ill-advised, however, it can be done. I'll tell you what's ill-advised, Clanka. It's a little bit of backtalk from you. Yes, I understand your history with droids is unpleasant. It's not necessary to refer to me by the derogatory term whenever you speak to me, sir. You know, I've been saving up my credits. Just thinking about a memory wipe. If you feel that would be appropriate, sir. I was just sharpening the knife in front of the droid. <laughs> Are you leaving him to, to stew with that? Yes. Okay. Right. Very well, sir. I will finish my preparations. I will provide a recommended set list within the hour. Uh, of course, you want to make it as close to the other set list as you can. Con. I will find something appropriate. Some of the songs on the existing set list may be less desirable for a military crowd. Less popular. Well, it's more of a dress rehearsal than a performance. I understand that, sir. I will try and keep it as close as possible. Well, once you get the list, come back to me, and I'll make sure it's, I'll approve it. Understood. I'll take orders from droids. <laughs> I'll give him the set list, not the other way around. Okay. I'm doing yoga in my quarters. All right. I, got, I guess I got to do, uh, you know, got to do the chin thing. <laughs> okay, so within an hour you get a transmission to your pad and the the droid has provided a set list. It is similar, but most of the songs are that he's chosen are songs that are not on your typical set list. They are more... Um, so, the set list for Avaram was a lot of songs that, like the second half of the show. All those songs were Mostly on the subject of how great the Empire is, how wonderful, uh, how all the benefits of being citizens of the Empire, um, you know, that sort of uh, that sort of message. Whereas the songs that, that he's picked are more martial, sort of, you know, stand up and fight for, for the thought being, and he, the droid is footnoted, it says, you know, these are people, the, essentially explaining that the soldiers are already people who are sold on the empire. What we, what you want to inspire in your troops is, is it's fighting spirit, and you know the, these soldiers will feel condescended to if you just play these other songs. They'll, but if you, you know, get them revved up and enthusiastic, that's another story. And that's what we want: enthusiastic stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the imperial soldiers are stormtroopers. Get some Imperial Army people in here too. Maybe I'm sure. Oh, is that the set list from Z? Let me see. It's transmitted to your datapad. Oh, and just your datapad this time. <laughs> <laughs> that looks good. Ah, oh, I think it's a bunch of crap. I think it's a bunch of bantha doo I think Z knows his audience. Well, he may know his audience, but 
maintaining the fiction that this is just a warm-up for you. Why do we have to maintain that fiction? Why can't it be kind of a USO sort of thing like they used to do back on Earth? Ah, because loose lips sink ships. Hey, point of point. <laughs> Earth doesn't exist. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that would be more like a Firefly or Star Sorry. Trek. <laughs> okay. Because um, we are in a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Long, long ago. Okay. Uh, why can't it just be kind of to improve the morale of the of the of the soldiers? Imagine how much they'll enjoy the surprise concert. But not if the songs aren't geared for them. They won't enjoy it nearly half as much as if it was actually music that they wanted to hear. Wow. Rah rah! Come join the forces. Well, you know me. I'm no art critic. If that's the set you want to do, that's fine. Uh, I like Z's set. Alright. I'll transmit it back. I'll transmit it back. Okay. So with a approved sort of stamp back to the turret. Well, I, I don't note anything on it, but I send it back. Okay. Alright. So hopefully he'll take that as there's an absence of communication, so everything should be okay. Alright. But I'm not, but I'm not actually signing off on the set list. <laughs> Have to, I have to maintain plausible deniability. Okay. You still need to run by the base commander, by the way. You want to do this. Just, uh, I figure you you can get just Daddy to do this thing. And oh, I'm I sh- thought you were going to take care of talking with the base commander. Well, I can, but it might be easier if it's a top-down sort of thing. Sort of thing. Going from Australian to Southern. <laughs> How do you say twang in... <laughs> I'd really rather not talk to Daddy about this. I mean... All right. I'll take care of it. (laughs) (laughs) Base commander. er, Ah, come in. Uh, 610BXG, isn't it? Aye, sir. 610BXG, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Give him my full name. What can I do for you? Uh... Miss Alliot, Alliot, Miss mm-hmm. Alliot's had a thought about uh, something to improve the morale and to give her some extra practice for her concert. What did you have in mind? Uh, using your existing facilities to do a little uh, warm-up show here. And when did you plan on doing this? The morning of the other show. Okay. Jason's not sure of the timeline, but the morning of the other show. Okay. He. Uh... He says, well, we've got one group that's just coming off of a patrol, then. Is it okay if they join the concert a little late? But I think uh, I think most of the rest of the base will be... Uh, there'll be some people who can't attend, but as long as you're okay with that. I'll have to check. Sometimes she's pretty particular. Everybody, you know, absolutely no one sometimes will be admitted after the start of the show. Okay, well, I'll... I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll see what I can talk to her about. That'd be okay, um... Would you be signing autographs? I know a lot of these boys have have families back at home that would love Ms. Elite's autograph. And I think we might be able to arrange something. Maybe. Do you have any publicity hollows that we can distribute? I show, I'm sure we have something. Uh, you may be able to uh, uh, auction them off or uh, maybe do a raffle. Okay. Well, I, I think we can make that happen. Uh, I'll... I'll get with my recreation officer and have him 
finish the arrangements with your uh, your droid. Very well, thank you, sir. Okay. So you're granted authorization to use the stage and um, schedule your presumably uh, CFX can actually schedule this for you. Um, anything else you guys want to do on base while you're here? Um, is it all right if people arrive in the middle? I know sometimes it's absolutely no mission, admission, after the concert starts. Oh, that's fine here. I know that base schedule is what base schedule is. Growing up in the military, you can't... Uh, I'd hate for somebody to miss it because they just get off duty five minutes in. So, that's All fine. right. Do they want some autographs or... Um, yeah, I figure they sent over some stuff with our uh, other gear. Because they sent a lot of promotional materials from the ship. Okay. I'll make sure to sit down and sign some things and we can... You know, do, do your star thing. Okay. I'll work on that while you arrange other things. All right. Are you setting up any additional security for this performance, or are you setting up any... Uh... I liaise with the uh, uh, recreation officer. Okay. Um, and we can roleplay that out if you want. Um, but, yes, I would like adequate security. Okay. Uh, base security, or... You guys did have a, a, and midway through the day, there is a, a group of stormtroopers that show up to, um, that are going to be your escort from here on out. So they, you actually have some spe- some stormtroopers specifically dedicated to um, you guys' protection. In addition, so they'll follow you around the base pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Three battalions come marching behind you. No, it's it's just a squad. It's just twelve troopers total, oh, okay. and they're, they're going to be on rotation. Okay. Um. I give them an inspection to make sure they're up to tip-top shape. Okay. These are, if you get a chance to look, these are not, you can tell by their height, they're not Django Fett clones. They're maybe clones of someone else, or they may be non-clone stormtroopers. But, I mean, they still are stormtroopers. So. <laughs> by by this time, about half the half to a third of, of uh, stormtrooper core is non-clone. Okay. Um, half, I'm sorry, a half to two thirds is non-clone. Partially that's just loss of the Django Fett genetic material. Part of that's the recruitment from additional sources and the, some of the deficiencies in clones. Okay. Um, I give them a good once over and, uh, you know, talk to their commander and get their, uh, you know, get a set of their orders transferred to me. Okay. And uh, then, you know, I just alert, um, I work with the uh, recreation officer to alert uh, the military police if he has, there are some on base. Okay. Um, you know, so they can be aware of what's going on and can kind of help out as well. Right. And any other things that you want to accomplish in the next, before the con- this concert? This impromptu or quasi-impromptu concert? No messages. Um, let me go ahead and clarify what I'm trying to do. Okay. Um, I want to see if they've slipped a ringer into the stormtroopers. Okay. Um, that's kind of why I want the records. Uh, okay. And making sure that they're, you know, they've all been vetted. There's nothing that, you know, they're not going to rip off their helmet and take a shot. Okay. Presumably they all would at least know each other. But, yeah, you can you can uh, check it look. Go ahead and make a bureaucracy roll in its knowledge. Yeah, I know. I'm just looking for how many dice I grab. 
<laughs> sure, everyone looks fine. <laughs> you don't you don't notice any discrepancies in their record. How about that? Oh, good. <laughs> you feel so comforted by. <laughs> oh, looks all right to me. Okay, so your your records check and. You don't recognize anything unusual about the particular stormtroopers over any others. Okay. Um, you know, and the other part is to keep an eye on ZFX and uh, just make sure he does what he's supposed to do, but not anything else. He doesn't appear to be misbehaving, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, he's a... Um, any droid that sighs before speaking is just <laughs> not my friend. Yes. <laughs> Close to your medical droid, who you dubbed <laughs> the Queen Bitch Droid. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Are any of our band members who. What was it? Were... Medic Bitch? <laughs> medic bitch. Medical yeah. Bitch. Queen Medical Bitch, yes. Uh, are any of our band members who were in the hospital now okay enough to do the main performance? Uh, most of them are still in back to tanks, to be honest with you. Okay. It's only been 48 hours back to tank duration for the kind of injuries they sustained is probably is more like a week. Okay. Um, of those that are not hang, barely hanging on okay. even with back to treatment. Just figured I'd check in on them. Mm-hmm. They're friends and... You guys really lucked out. Both of you were just so lucky that out of 30-odd crew members, you were the only two that didn't get it. At least. That's the big flashing arrow over my head saying, PC, PC, PC! <laughs> Excuse me, uh, where do you want this lampshade? Uh, <laughs> you just want me to hang it anywhere? <laughs> okay. Um, any, nothing else? You, no other preps you want to do? Well, no um, let's see. Keep an eye on uh, SFX. Vet the stormtroopers. Alert base security. Um, took a look at the set list. And then... Uh, we already what um, what sort of what's the transport going back? Is it another lad or is it something else? It'd probably be something else. They haven't been told what it is. Okay. If, if honestly, in a situation like this, it could be anything. It could be whatever they got convenient. Okay. I don't think they've designated a troop. Uh, you know, a well, they've had more time to yeah kind of find something. The lat was whatever. The lat was what was handy and right. convenient. Um. And arranged by someone who wasn't in the military. It was just, all right. Um, and before the show goes off, I just go ahead and uh, message Brishu and uh, get an acknowledgement that she's gotten my uh, communique. Okay. Um, Brishu, without a translator, you're, you're, you get the impression that Brishu understands you. Well, I'm, it's it's we're doing, I'd like to do it text. Okay, you can do it text. That's right. I don't know if I don't know if room, 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 comes across uh, in text. Sometimes it's hard not to do Charlie Brown when you're doing that. I'm sorry, are you guys doing anything else as far as communicating with the outside world, or are you deliberately laying low, just hanging out in the O Club, or in the barracks for that, or in the... the... Either in the room, in the O Club, exercising... Um, you know, and just overseeing the little details, mostly just leaving it to SFX. Okay. Um, with appropriate oversight. 
Okay. Uh, as it, when the two of you guys are together at one point, uh, um, ZFX comes and joins you. So I came across a news report you guys might want to see. Just thought might interest you. You know, if you, if you care. And he waits for you to respond. What is it, Z? And he turns on his hollow projector and will images. And um, it looks like a street on Avaron in the capital city where you were before. On, in fact, you recognize it from the governor's mansion. And it looks like there are some large mass protests going on. Um, looks like the people have taken to the street. It looks peaceful at the moment. Uh, but they are definitely protesting, holding up, you know, big hollows that are waving them in the air with down with Mueski and the governor. Yeah, I know. I'm just, yeah. They appear to be marching on the governor's palace while not, again, it, it's a large people. It doesn't look like it's an organized protest, though. It looks like it's one of those things that it started off as one thing and has turned into a protest. Um, but... You can't really see what they're protesting specifically, at least for the news report. But it does um, the new. But if you pay attention to the news report, it does indicate that uh, that these are breaking. These protests are breaking out in a number of cities on Avram. It's not just. This isn't just an isolated thing. It's like you know, um, if you, I don't know if you watched the protests that happened in in real life in in Egypt. No, I was I was elsewhere for that. <laughs> okay, basically, it started off as you know as small protests, but news spread across the the country and through various social media things, and then um, and it became what turned what started out as peaceful protests turned into you know, increasingly violent, and eventually became essentially a civilian a civilian coup uh, or a not um, a coup but a um, Sixton believes this just to be a basically a local internal matter. Okay. I have no, uh, <laughs> I have no plans to do anything about it or react. Okay. Hmm. I wonder what it is that they find so awful about Mueski. The droid turns and swivels his head. Actually, have you met the man? <laughs> well, I know what I found really off-putting about the man, but you know, the average man on the street doesn't know what a. I took the liberty of liking some of Mueski's recent policy announcements and martial law decrees. You might want to take a look at some of these. Why? What do they have to do with us? Well, it answers your question, if nothing else. You seem to be pushing a lot of things off on us, uh, asshole FX. I'm just keeping you in the loop, letting you know what the weather's like. Let me see those policies, Z. What is the weather like? If you want to tell us, tell us that. Cloudy and 264 degrees Kelvin. <laughs> Something Kelvin. <laughs> Not Fahrenheit. Or just, I'm trying to do temperature conversions in my head. Sorry. Give me those policy reports, Kel- uh, Z. Uh, he forwards them over to you. Uh, if you look them over... It, some fairly draconian things, um, basically all the things that a military regime might do uh, if given carte blanche to make whatever rules they want, um, civil liberties completely restricted in many cases, um, 
forms of expression uh, or protest or anything like that are severely punished, people arrested just for their opinions or even the opinions of their friends, monitoring of all traffic on planet, all, like, com traffic on planet, no such thing as, like, a private call anymore. Um, some people, some reports of brutality from uh, the military uh, or overreaction from the military and police forces. Uh, basically everything that, you know, the worst kind of totalitarian, I mean, it's not quite thought police yet, but it's definitely, you know, anyone showing anti-government posters or anything like that would be uh, arrested. Uh, but it, it's definitely stepped up in the last couple of years and uh, seems to be escalating even further than that. How attached are you to your data pad? I, I have a reason for asking. I don't want to shoot it. <laughs> I, I'd like to keep my data pad, well, 16. <laughs> Jason's asking as a meta question. Um, do you like, is it like the iPad and the cell phone? You never put it away, or is it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Because it's got my music on it. I'm often. I'm often kind of either sort of singing along with it or like kind of rehearsing or, um, you know, I might be writing new music or. Okay. So it's it's pretty much with me all the time. Okay. Uh, where were you going with that? I'm curious. Uh, I wanted to read all the reports, but I didn't want any record that I've read them. Ah, uh, okay. So that I can remember. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are not doing anything with the the reports of the you know I mean not that there is anything you can do about it specifically, but um, about the worst in political situation here. Just spend some time thinking about it and wondering why my father's here and supporting this man who's so draconian and Okay. So you guys are setting up this concert. ZFX goes ahead and lets you know a couple hours in advance or like the night before that he's got everything set up and ready to go. There will be a large auditorium. There are no chairs. People are going to be sitting on the ground. Have you ever seen a scene with the soldiers all sitting there in front of the, the USO show? This, this seems very reminiscent of that. So, you know, they, they don't quite have that microphone in the middle with the, and the, the dancing girls in the back. But aside from that, yeah, it, it's pretty much that, uh, dancing line of stormtroopers. <laughs> okay. Now, have you see, ever seen the, um, the Star Wars Connect game? The videos from it. No. Okay, they took pop, modern pop songs, rewrote them with Star Wars lyrics, and then made a dancing game out of it for the for the Xbox Connect. If you ever want anything that will destroy your childhood, this is it. <clears throat> instead so, of riding solo, it's Han Solo. It's <laughs> instead of sounds like a good thing to take to the five hundred first Legion. Instead of uh, Genie in a Bottle, Chris, uh, it was a Christina Aguilera's Genie in a Bottle, I'm a Princess in a Battle. It, it's really quite terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> you can, they're on YouTube if you really want, want to destroy your childhood. I saw it and was hor instantly horrified. It's like, <laughs> move away. Okay, sorry. 
the minor digression. <laughs> um, does, but it doesn't contain dancing stormtroopers. Was the whole reason we went in. A kick line of stormtroopers. Yeah, this time we only have holographic ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so the, the they're so dangerous. They don't kick you so hard in the butt. So you guys are all set up. Um, st- CFX sends you the signals. Again, as always, the first half of the show is yours to do with it you, as you want. So, what does the beginning of this show look like for the USO? FX will sort of complement and, and augment whatever you're doing. Um, well, start out with um, just the popular songs, the ones that um, have been big hits, the really catchy, like a couple of the really catchy songs that people are really familiar with. Um, you know, the first one being the um, looking, watching, dancing song. Um, which doesn't have all that many lyrics, but is just very addictive um, when you're listening to it. Um, then another song that's uh, just very catchy. Then we have a slower song that's kind of more like a um, a love song. Um, then back to a couple of upbeat songs. Um, Especially on like the upbeat songs, ZFX will be throwing a lot of um, lighting effects. Yeah, a lot of lighting effects, a lot of strobe type effects. Maybe some uh, some fractal patterns in the air that are, you know, designed to be eye intention, eye catching, and yet still sort of focus the attention in on you. Um, I'm assuming you're standing by her side all the time while you're while she's performing. Well, I'm off stage. I'm dressed in my best. I uh, come out in the middle in the intermission and five war bonds. And okay, so you are not going to be on in on stage with her because that is that's normally a stipulation of your of your concert instructions that you oh, don't, okay. you are directly on stage with her. Okay. Well, it's up to you. You guys. What's the reason and what's the expectation and what what is the common thing to happen? Uh, commonly, the, they. They would expect you to be at her side. Uh, number one, they want to uh, create the impression that sort of the empire is always there, partially in a Big Brother's watching you kind of impression, but at the same time, it's you're there to protect her. You're so that you're creating the impression that that she's safe while you're around. Okay, um, that's part of it. The other part of it is um, there's a couple there's a couple of songs later in the in the set where. Um, you know, where she's singing and dancing about this this person who's watching out for her, and 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 it, it gives the song for the longest time, and gives the impression that it's this man who's standing beside her, and then the final verse of the song reveals that she's not talking about a man at all. She's talking about she's talking about the empire that is that that keeps her safe. It's the empire that you know, very much upbeat and on on how okay. great the empire is. All of these songs are about. Loyalty and, and justice. Okay, and, and well, I'm on stage then, um, just like a normal performance. Okay. I'm armored up. Um, I've decided, instead of having like a poncho, um, the Paul Droon and the comma is okay. all purple. Okay. Okay. Sparkly purple. Sparkly. <laughs> but only on the inside. <laughs> okay. So, you're going to continue on with the concert? Okay. Now, do I do anything like in the intermission? You, that's up to you. In the past, and 
and in typical concerts do I do anything during the intermission? Mainly just you're there to keep an eye on her. Okay. I mean, you you guys are welcome to create that in the show and do whatever you want. That that part has not been dictated by the Empire at all. Okay, well that's where you know where the I was a hero of the Clone Wars. You know, one of the reasons. Okay, so I was you want to give you want to give a speech in midway through the performance. That, that, that's in the fiction that we've established. Right. That's, you know, the your past. You know, I'm imagining that. You know, we we decided because of mm-hmm. the background, and in order to make it make sense, mm-hmm. um, that I was the hero of the Clone Wars and all this, and that that's one reason they tapped me, not just for her personal security, but also for the propaganda value. Right, and that can go either way, though. That I that can either be you can be. Your face can be a part of that too. You take off the helmet, say, you know, uh, and, and give a speech. Or it can be just that there's a amount of just the side publicity that goes along with the interviews and say, and saying, you know, we've got this high profile person or this hero who stands beside her at all times. And so that can be, that can be part of it too. It's, it's up to you guys how you want to play that. I kind of like that. The, which, the first or the second? The second one. Okay. Where I'm more part of the act. Okay. Um, and then, you know, during intermission, you know, I come out and give the rousing... I come out and give a mediocre speech. It's <laughs> <laughs> meant to be rousing. All right. So, you, what is the... Tell me... Give, give us a... Uh, ask you a performer on the spot. Give us a... a what is the content of this speech, Del? Um, you don't have to give the speech as well, but I want to know what the content is. The Empire is great. I like the Empire. It's the next logical step. I was a hero of the Clone Wars. I love the Empire. Okay. And you, at the end of that speech, uh, you can give me a persuasion roll if you'd like. So we start at an 18, we go to a 24, and we go to a 28. Okay. Well, you definitely have the, captured the the, uh, the crowd's imagination, and while we're at it, let's get a perception check from both of you. Funny, it's the same dice. Actually, that was higher. What did I roll? 28, finally? Mm-hmm. It's a 30, because I get a plus 2. Okay. Eleven. Okay. Ten. Okay. You have, uh, the, you certainly capture the crowd's attention. They are all, um, by the end of your speech, you, you probably get almost as much applause as, as Joel does. Just, well, look at these the are soldiers. Yeah, <laughs> you got soldiers. You, you get a uh, bonus for that, but, you know, soldiers and they see, uh, an old soldier who who gives a message that they understand that they can appreciate, and you definitely seem to have won them over. And you may get a few attaboys and thank yous uh, after the fact. You definitely sold them on that. Does uh, Joel have anything she wants to say to the crowd? Thank you for your service, okay. and um, really appreciate the the hard work you do and the risks you take every day. And okay. And are we going to go on to the second half of the set list? 
You guys have an intermission, you know, but and you know, a couple of people, even, a couple of people even at intermission want to come up and and the soldiers are especially like you know drawn to Sexton just because uh, Sexton. I'm sorry, not Sexton. Okay, so you have uh, successfully one of the crowd, and we are now into Act Two. Unless you guys want to say anything more, or do anything more to intermission. Okay, and I'm assuming you're following ZFX's, and he, you know, he can flag you what the next song is. You don't have to. It isn't reliant on you, and he's going to start the music, so you kind of don't have a choice once he sets his mind, once he decides he's going to start uh, playing songs. So he starts playing the songs, and um, if anything, the it gets even more psychedelic, and and um, you know that intense. Um, what, kind of, what do they call it? Like a, a club beat, kind of a, a, a dubstep. No, like a trance beat. Boom, boom, real heavy in the in the bass range, and with that heavy effects going on, and you know flashes of hologram flashes of the emperor. It sparkles everywhere, and little flashes that are just incredibly eye-catching, all designed to just, you know, really get people into the show. And you, unless you were going to modify the set list at all, you, okay, so you sing various songs about various parts of, um, you know, fighting spirit and, um, you know, traitors deserve no mercy and um, that sort of thing. It's all very martial and very, very aggressive, almost jingoistic. Is that the word I'm thinking of? It, it, it's jingo, yeah, jingoistic. So he's um, and at the end of the the show, you know, he kills the PA system and uh, in big um, Abash letters, you know, thank you for for attending. The Empire loves you and leaves exit the theater in an orderly fashion and return to your punks. And for the most part, that's what people do. There's lots of propaganda stuff that just yeah. kind of is given out randomly. Yeah, they got flyers and, um, you know, hollows and... <laughs> and everyone pretty much just files out. Give me one last perception check. I should have kept that. Roll a five and a six. Just picking up the dice and dropping them. Thirteen. Okay. I see nothing. I got a one on the force die. Okay. 11 total. You notice that the, the promised people who were supposed to be uh, show up late to the concert never showed up. Okay. You don't know. Uh, but the, the people who you you were told were supposed to show up didn't never showed up late. So. No, they probably had duty. So. Duty first. Duty second, duty third. So we need to get on the transport to head to the... Pod. Yep, us and the us and the stormies, and stormies and ZFX, and our stuff. Mm-hmm. Luckily, most of that was taken care of by base personnel. They already packed that stuff for you. You didn't have to gather it. Um, are you wearing your? Uh, I should have asked before. For these concerts, are you going to be yes. wearing your both the cloak and the um, and the uh, uh, cast and stat armor, or just the cast and stat armor? Just the cast and stat armor. Okay. Um, I'll wear the stun cloak for the transportation in between. Okay. Um, I'm in armor with helmet. Okay. Especially during the transport. Well, what sort of transport is it? This is a high-speed shuttle. This, um, it's an atmospheric shuttle. It's not designed for space, but it's a high-speed 
so it's very long and sleek. Um, I'm helmet on. So you, it's not open air, and it's um, got some low end, some like repulsor engines up front, and then it actually has a quartet of and a plush of rock of um, thrusters in the back that is designed for high speed transit. So your journey is not going to take the multiple hour tri- trip it was by lap. Instead, this is a okay. hour long trip at okay. best. Sort of race around the planet, and the planet whizzes by, and um, you know you cross over an ocean through some stormy weather without even feeling it. Um, but the ship just. That concludes this episode of Falling Star. We'll pick up next time with the finale of Parahelion. As always, we're interested in hearing from you. If you would like to email us or offer a comment, please leave us feedback on iTunes or. You can email us at swfallingstar at gmail.com. Until next week, good luck, and may the Force be with you.